welcome back to the Relax My Dog podcast. My name is Claire. And my name is Leah. And we are from Relax My Dog, where we talk about all things dog. Now this week we are going to talk about how to bathe your dog. Um, I remember bathing Bess, and it's always a nightmare. <laughs> She really likes, like, we, we live rurally, we live, we live in the country, she would always find something dead to roll it. Doesn't no matter where she would always find the dead thing. <laughs> I know, when Milo's black and white and his paws are all white, he almost looks like he's got a, a short sleeve top on that's black and long sleeve pants because he's got long sort of white bits on his front paws and then uh, short on the back. But um, he, I don't know what it is, I think he just keeps himself quite clean. We never very rarely bath him unless he gets like properly me- like messed up and muddy well whenever he comes in from a walk we always get a towel and dry his paws or so he's not getting like trampling mud and things into the house but we very rarely give him a bath in summertime we usually will when it's outside mm. um, and we want to like, sort of get rid of all his old fur so that he's not getting yeah. too hot but in sort of the winter time we just sort of leave him be we might trim him a little bit but we never ever really give him a bath I think he's just one of those dogs that I don't really think he enjoys it he just he likes to shake constantly when he's got water on him so if we do that inside it is just the whole bathroom is just a mess so we're just trying to sleep yeah our best was black she's black lab and it, it was always like we could smell her like oh she's bad something's rolling yeah one time it was a, it was a hedgehog and it was the worst smell I've ever had so most dogs probably prefer to skip bath time but some, some dogs do enjoy it i don't know yeah. but i'm sure there are a few out there um they be and like and preened won't they so there's, um, there's a town next to mine and it's um quite posh um a lot of rich people live there and there are four doggy uh day spas <laughs> Yeah, loads. <laughs> yeah. We used to have one in our village actually. It's literally just closed now, and that was a doggy day spa too. But our little village is really like it's not very posh, it's just very rural. I don't know as many people here that have dogs that would want to go and get their claws done or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but being, being able to bathe a dog is very important. Um, giving your dog regular baths helps to keep um, helps with the health and maintenance of their skin and coat. Um, if you've got a dog who's got like uh, problem skin or um oh, like my old dog likes to roll in things <laughs> especially if you've got like a longer haired dog breed um or you've got a dog like I like my dog who has a proclivity for rolling in horrible things <laughs> um bathing them is certainly going to be a necessity hopefully you don't have a dog like that I was very very unlucky to have a dog that liked to roll in everything um <laughs> so first of all I will talk a little bit about how, how often you should bathe your dog because actually um this is the kind of thing you really should know, and not a lot of people do. Um, it's unlikely that your dog will need a bath every day. Um, obviously, if you've got like certain skin problems or um, you know something that means that they need to have a, a bath daily, um, obviously you will bath them daily. But that's the kind of thing your vet can tell if they've got something wrong with them. Um, but once a month it generally tends to be enough for most dogs, if at all. Um, or if you've got a dog who has an oily coat, so breeds such as Basset Hounds or Newfoundland dogs um, have like more oily coats and so they might need to be bathed, bathed a little bit um, more often. Well I think most dogs who've got oily coats have oily coats for a reason, they, they, they tend to be dogs that go in the water a lot so actually you can really be trying to get rid of that oil. If it's a natural oil in their coat they can just sort of leave it, leave it 
be really. <laughs> if you've got short head, uh, short head breed with smooth coats, such as beagles, um, they do fine with less frequent baths. Um, a lot of dogs who have short hair don't tend to need to be bathed as much because they don't tend to get quite mucky or messy or anything. And especially if they have smoother short hair coats, they don't shed as much either. So that they don't really need that much attention or bathing. Mm -hmm. um, if you've got a dog with a double or a thick coat, such as a Mal Malamute, I <laughs> um, another northern breed, so uh, dogs that live in places that are quite cold, so um, you know, up in Alaska or uh, husky dogs, you know, ones that have got quite thick coats, um, they do better for your baths and a lot of extra brushing to get rid of all the loose dead hair. Yeah. Um, that also helps distribute like, the natural oils, like I said, so that if they do live in a, in a colder climate, that oil will help keep them warm. Um, and if you keep like bathing a dog, you're going to remove those oils and, and it might actually um, irritate your dog's skin and then they get cold, which obviously you don't want. <laughs> um, obviously, if your dog likes to go swimming or is obsessed with mud puddles or lives in the country and does a lot of rolling and things, um, <laughs> you might want to bathe them more frequently um, than a dog that lives sort of in an apartment and doesn't really go on in two places that are particularly mucky or gross. <laughs> Um, so where should you bathe your dog? Now, if you've got a small dog, such as a Chihuahua or a Yorkshire Terrier, it's pretty easy to wash your dog. You can just put them in the bathroom sink, wash them a little bit, and that's it, like um, like people do with their babies. <laughs> I think everyone's got a picture of them in the bathroom sink, haven't they, as a baby? <laughs> just for ease, isn't it? Whereas if you've got a bigger dog, you're in trouble because it's like yeah. a mission. To yeah. So if you've got a larger dog, you might want to use your bath or a shower. Um, we would sometimes put Bess in the shower when she was particularly stinky, so just turn the shower and just leave her. <laughs> um, bathing a dog actually, actually takes up quite a lot of room, especially if you've got like, a bigger dog and can get quite messy as well. Like you said, when Milo shakes, it just <sighs> everywhere. And you can see when he's going to do it because he looks around the room like, are you close enough for me to do this? Because I need to shake and then it just gets water absolutely everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. <laughs> You can actually get um, portable dog bath pods as well. I looked, I looked this up when I was researching this. Um, and places like pets at home, you can get portable or collapsible tubs. Um, so if you live in a place like you've got an apartment or you, your bathroom's not very big, um, you can use these portable or collapsible tubs that you could get from pretty much any sort of big superstore, like pet superstore. Um, so you can do it in the garden. Um, and or you can take them, if you go on long walks or whatever, you can put it in the back of a car and sort of, hose them down <laughs> while you're out there. Um, but also great. Um, you can actually use a, <laughs> I said when I was looking up someone said someone did say, oh you can use the garden garden hose on your dog. I was like, that's really mean because it's really cold. <laughs> Isn't it's it? Yeah. It's not very nice. But and I think um I think if they're particularly massively muddy and you want to take them in for a bath, you can maybe hose them down with the hose beforehand just to get a lot of the mud off but um i think being sort of hosed down with a hose can actually be quite um stressful for dogs um it's kind of like it's cold dogs don't like being cold do they um and yes yeah, no one wants to be hosed down <laughs> no one i can imagine the dog's face like what is going on to me right now what have i done around <laughs> <laughs> so only hose your dog down in the garden if it's absolutely necessary and what you really should do is then once you've done that, you properly bathe them, which um, Leah is going to take, take the uh, stands now and tell you how to bathe your dog properly. Because I think yes, once more, um, sorry, you've got a lot more um, experience than me. 
<laughs> so once you're prepared to take on the task, you are ready to bathe your dog. So there's loads and loads and loads, there's loads and loads of different steps for you to take um, until you have a squeaky clean, fresh dog. So the first thing is to brush your dog's um, fur before you give them a bath. Obviously, if your dog's been out in the mud, they've probably got all mud on them, they're all quite matted. So you just need to make sure you're brushing. It also means that you can get rid of any um, excess fur that you've not really much put in you. Uh, washing because you're just going to get rid of it anyway uh, mm -hmm. plus it'll mean that there's not a lot of hair in the bath we always brush Milo outside in the garden just mm -hmm. to get rid of as much hair as possible um, it'll also mean that your dog's skin doesn't get irritated as well because they've not got all this excess hair it's yeah. just sort of on their skin so giving that a good brush beforehand is always the best the best bet yeah because you can also like if your dog's particularly like been out somewhere and they've rolled or something they can sometimes get mats in the hair as well and that can hold on to water can't it um, if you're washing them and you don't get the mat out and that can like irritate your, dog, your dog's skin as well. Um, so just tee that in your mats that you can find. Yeah, exactly. Then the next one is completely opposite from using a garden hose and that is to use lukewarm water. Obviously dog's skin is a lot different from us as humans um, and hot water can actually burn your dogs a lot more easily. So even though you yourself might like a piping hot shower, um, dogs will not like this because it will potentially burn their skin. I actually thought about this as well that obviously when we go outside and we're in the sun, we our skin isn't as protected as a dog's is so their skin is probably a lot thinner and a lot more sensitive than ours so make sure you're taking that into account because they have this massive massive fur on it so um making sure that you're using lukewarm water is important um, and bath water should never be hotter than what you'd run for a human baby so obviously when they're a baby you use lukewarm water practically uh, just hot water or warm water um so keep it even cooler for large breed dogs and um, who can easily overheat as well yeah uh, bigger dogs tend to overheat more so it's especially important to have it the water cooler as well i mean hot baths are lovely i particularly love a nice hot steamy bath when my, my skin goes all pink but um dogs won't enjoy that at all yeah i think like i said because they've got fur um their dog isn't quite their dog sorry their skin <laughs> isn't quite as um sort of tough as ours you know, all that little bit of like fuzz, don't you? Um, so they're gonna have a lot more more sensitive skin. So that's something um, you need. That's really important to know. I think a lot of people, I think, who might not know, would think that oh, a nice hot bath is gonna be lovely for them. Um, but no, that's not true. No, they do not like that at all. Then the next up is to obviously talk to your pet in a calm and reassuring voice. You don't want to get too excited. I know that even washing your dog can be quite a fun task for humans because it's just like a new thing to do. But if you are getting really excited, you've got kids that are getting really, really geared up and excited around your dog, it might just stress them out a little bit more. So try and speak to them in a calm and reassuring voice. Uh, some dogs will eventually learn that you're not torturing them. Um, so it's just important to, like I said, just talk to them nicely. Maybe just say that they're being a really, really good boy a good girl and just letting them know that what they're doing is right and they need to be washed because they'll absolutely stink or whatever it is so um yeah make sure you're talking to them in a nice way and the next step is one of the most important ones obviously when you're washing your dog and that is to use a doggy shampoo and um, a lot of people may just think oh i'll just use the shampoo we've got in the cupboard but um in fact doggy shampoo is the best for their skin a lot of our shampoo that we use it can be quite irritating to a dog's skin so um Doggy shampoo actually dries their skin out less than people or human shampoo. So work with the shampoo into a gentle lather as you would do within your own hair and massage it all over your dog's body, being careful not to get soap into their eyes. Again, very similar to how you would wash your own hair as well. Make sure you're getting a nice lather on it so that every single inch of your dog's body is nice and squeaky clean. 
yeah that, it, it's very important to remember that um dog shampoo and all, like other products as well so like toothpaste and sunscreen you really should be using dog specific stuff like it's really tempting to just use what you've got like sunscreen or toothpaste or whatever but um dog dog and shampoo is actually um safe for your, to use your dog like you don't know what's in your shampoo in your own shampoo or toothpaste or sunscreen or whatever um it might be quite um like so irritating or it might actually be quite dangerous to them there might be something in there that's not very not very good for them um so if there's anything that you're going to use on your dog that's a product just make sure that you're using this ones that are specific for dogs because there's a reason <laughs> it's not just that people are trying to pick money there's absolutely reason why these things are, are, are developed for for your pets so don't um don't use your own stuff it's not good <laughs> No, 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 especially you don't want to be the cause for your dog to have irritated skin, dry skin, or just itchy skin. I feel like that is just the worst idea. Just make sure. I mean, it costs probably cheaper than human shampoo anyway, so it makes more sense to get your dog their own bottle, and it'll probably last because you only need to wash your dog what, what once every month. Yeah. Um, so it'll last you for absolutely ages. So treat yourself next time you go to the shop to a doggy shampoo, uh, yeah. so that you're all prepped and ready to go. Then when it comes to drying your dog, you need to make sure, well, first that you've rinsed all of the shampoo out, any soap that's left on the fur can irritate your dog's skin once they're dry. So you've got to rinse, rinse, and then rinse again. Just make sure you've got rid of as much or all of the shampoo that is in your dog, um, especially because they have a lot of um, lot of areas that you might, might miss. Make sure you're just getting every single out behind the ears, everywhere. But again, be careful that you're not getting it into your dog's eyes because they will sort of remember that and maybe not get excited for the next time that you're going to be giving them a bath. So um, just make sure you're rinsing as much as possible. Then when it comes to drying, it's actually important that you let your dog air dry. This may be annoying because as soon as Milo's had a bath, he wants to shake and just get water absolutely everywhere. Um, so you might want to pat them down with a towel, but I wouldn't recommend using any sort of hot air from a human blow dry because this will, again, be far too hot for your dog's skin. I mean, I have burnt myself plenty of times with my hair dryer, and so my skin is a lot thicker and um, can take the heat as much as Milo's, so or more than Milo's. Um, so I would never use anything. Plus, I don't think he'd like that the the loud noise. He doesn't like the Hoover, so we definitely wouldn't like the um, the hair dryer. So you've got to either dry air dry your dog's hair or use a blow dryer that is actually designed for dogs. I don't think many people will have these in their homes, but you have one of those things when you go to a um, a pet spa or anything like that, they might have one of these nice professional um, blow dryers for your dog. It has lower temperatures and won't cause itching or dandruff for your dog, which is a massive, massive plus. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with letting your dog dry in the air, um, providing they're not out in freezing cold weather <laughs> they don't turn into a doxical. <laughs> true, true. And then the last one, and what probably the most important one to kind of make your dog think that it was a nice experience for them is to obviously reward your dog. So you've got to follow up with some praise, some petting or some play. Um, many a damp dog loves to vent their frustration over bath time by playing a tug of war with a bath towel or just running away with it when it's all over. So um, we like to take Milo, if it's on a summer day, which is when we tend to wash the dog, uh, we'll go into the garden and he will just become like a, a bit of a headless chicken or run laps around the garden kind of wanting to air dry but also just because he's probably been stuck inside for a little bit as he's having his bath and he's ready to let all this energy energy go and he loves to come close and shake you it's like his favorite thing he knows that we don't like it so we'll come running over to you if you even if you're running away and i'll just start shaking 
yeah they just they know don't they they know because like they like to get attention from you even if it is that they've done something a bit naughty they'll do it and over and over again it's like oh i can get a rise out of them if i do that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly um we do have a dog who is you know she does find um bath time quite stressful um I'm going to shamelessly plug us now. Um, if you yeah. do have a dog who does find bath time quite uh, stressful, but you do need to um, do need to bath him, you can actually um, play our relaxing music. We've got loads and loads and loads of tracks on our YouTube channel. Um, some of them are like hours and hours long as well. Um, just have that on in the background, or have it on beforehand or, or afterwards, and they actually like really really help your dog be really really calm. Um, it's like scientifically proven. I'm not sure the science of it, but there's science involved <laughs> with these music, with these musical tracks can actually really help your dog stay really chill and calm and happy during that time. Um, but if you want some more information on this, Leah does a vlog every week on Like My, My Dog YouTube channel. Yeah. So that we accompany this podcast. And also I write a blog um, around the same subject, which will be out on Friday. Um, which is also good because the steps that Leah has just put up, you might not remember all of them, so it's actually written down in a list so that you can actually see that and um, read that out there. Um, if you, you know, you've got a new dog and you don't have to bathe them or whatever. But also if um, you are worried about giving a dog a bath um, or it's something that your dog doesn't particularly like, you can take your dog to groomers as well. You know, it's kind of something that people make a living out of. Obviously, I don't think you can do it at the moment, but eventually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly so that was how to bathe the dog properly and um, thank you for joining us this week and we will see you next week bye bye